My parents didn't allow us to play video games or use the internet growing up. And honestly, I don't really blame them that much. I mean, have you seen them iPad kids these days? Yeesh. There was a loophole to this rule, though. My grandparents' house. My uncles had a lot of gaming systems. And we were left unattended to, so every chance we got, we were right on those games. Games like Halo, Spyro A Hero's Tale, Barbie Horse Adventure, Hello Kitty Roller Rescue, Looney Tunes Space Race, and NBA Showtime. We loved all of those games so much that even to this day, we still play them together, especially NBA Showtime. We played that game an ungodly amount of times. The amount of competition and just hilarity in this game is just unmatched. I'm sure everyone has their own favorite childhood video game. But to me, my favorite was Fur Fighters. <sighs> I can already see the furry comments happening. Wonderful. Guys, listen, I'm not a furry. I just like characters. I don't really care if they're human or animals, so stop. And besides, I was eight, so of course I'm gonna like a game with animals in it. But what made this game super special was that it had a dragon character. Now, you know how there's horse girls? Well, I was a dragon girl, alright? That's all I drew. So you're telling me that this game has a dragon character? 10 out of 10. That's all I needed to hear. There was only one issue. The game was on the Dreamcast, and you needed memory card. So, like, the way the controller's set up, you need memory cards. There's little slots that you have to put in. And uh, our uncles, like, hid them away. Probably to save their data, but... <laughs> So every time I went to my grandparents' house, I would try to beat the whole game at once. I don't know how many times I was stuck in the training level or had to reset that dang clock at that freaking building in that first stage. But over the years, I kept going and kept trying. I would try to beat it in a day, which is impossible because the game is actually like 15 hours long. <laughs> so I would have to keep the game on all day and see if I could finish it in a weekend at my grandparents' house. But that just never happened. I probably restarted that game like 30 different times. Nowadays, people just watch Let's Plays online, but I'm so happy that I never looked up Let's Plays for this game because... This game is wild! So what exactly is Fur Fighters? This game came out in 2000, so don't get upset at me if I spoil it all in this video. <laughs> so basically, there's this evil cat guy named General Vigo. He's basically an evil capitalist. He buys up a bunch of different industries to make money off them, and you have these fur fighters that are there to keep him in check, and he doesn't really like that. So he comes in, he gasses them, <laughs> and he kidnaps all their babies and spouses to get back at them. And so it's your job to go and rescue all of your stolen families. It's an easy-to-follow plot, and, you know, I'm here for it. I love the art style of this game, and honestly, these babies are just too adorable. Like, they're so cute. Like I said before, everyone's partners and babies get stolen, except Tweak, which Tweak is a baby himself. He's only less than a day old. Somehow Vigo manages to steal his mom, which that's an incredible feat, you know. And now her fate is up to this little day-old child. It's interesting because Tweak is a lot bigger than his siblings, so it's kind of lucky that he wasn't picked up, I guess. He also can't even talk. The only thing he can say is his name, so that's insane. 
He's like, all right, yeah, I can use a gun. That sounds like the right thing to do. I'll go help rescue my family. I don't even know. It's only been less than a day. Man's just be out here born with the ability to fight, I guess. I don't know. So the characters, they got Rufus, the dog. He's the leader. He can dig F tier. <laughs> you got Juliet, the cat. She can climb. My siblings and I just called her Kitty Catswell because we kept forgetting her name. You got Chang, the red panda. He's a little boy, so he can get into small spaces. You got Rico the penguin, he can swim. Bungalow the kangaroo, he can jump really high. I've, I've already talked about him, but you got Tweak the dragon. He has the best, like, overall abilities. He can glide around and he can jump pretty decently. A lot of the characters kind of suck, especially Rufus. He's so slow and his jump is just horrendous. Yeah, so all the fur fighters are married to their spouses and their their babies were stolen. So long story short, collect the babies, destroy some bears, and get back your spouses. Vigo takes all the spouses and he turns them into these giant monster creatures that you have to battle, which Honestly, I love all the boss fights. It's a fun time when you get to save one of them. I guess Tweak's dad, like, went to the store to get milk because he's nowhere to be seen in this game. Except on a mural at the restaurant. So that's interesting that they added that in there. Poor little Tweak has to pick up the slack. The world of fur fighters is, like, insane, though. It's like the writers of this game gathered in a circle and decided to do everything and anything and I love them for that. We're talking about every possible plot line is in this game. I'm talking about cities, dams, base stations, dinosaurs, jungles. You get taken back to like World War II for some reason. Submarines, bank heists, you have to land planes, you gotta go through ancient temples, and at one point you go to actual hell. <laughs> like, there's a scene where you help out a guy that's being tortured by imps? And you go into each of the fur fighters' different nightmares? What is happening in this game? This game is whack and it is like, it's super entertaining. There are some downsides. Uh, I only played the Dreamcast version and it has a lot of problems. They re-released the game a few years later to fix these issues. The main problem is that there's barely any instructions. So half the time in the game, you're wandering around lost and confused about where you're, what you're supposed to be doing. For example, in this level, you have to shoot a specific arm and leg of this statue to relieve water pressure or something and in order to get up to a baby. But how, how would you know that unless you're being super specific about where you, you point your gun? Uh, some of the puzzles are just very frustrating. They have a character in the game called General Bristol, and I hate him so much. He's the most unhelpful character I've ever seen. It's like, so they have these puzzles and they want you to solve them, and he's supposed to be there to help you along the way, but his hints are the most on-the-nose, stupid, not helpful, just pointless. <sighs> I just, I can't. Every time I see this guy on screen, I get instantly upset. <laughs> My man's is a floating ghost, but he needs to be shoved back down into the ground, please. And just stay there this time, alright? You've done enough. Stay away. So the evil boss cat man has this little creepy, like, evil scientist henchman cat thing. And it's, ugh, every time it's on screen, I want to hurl. It's just disgusting, like, ugh. 
oh, why is a movie like that? And in one of the levels, you have to chase it like around the map, and it's so gross. <laughs> so gross. For parts of the game, I had to read the manual because this game is pretty tough. Also, the Dreamcast version is a lot harder than the updated version. There's a part of the game where you're in a war and you have to bomb a tank. In the Dreamcast version, where Rufus is standing right there, there's a bear that just spawns and shoots you to death. But in the PS2 version, notice how he's not there. So, but you know what? I ended up loving this level anyway because it made the level a lot more memorable because I had to do it so many times. There's another level where you're battling these two bears with guns and there's no health available on the level, but on the updated version there is, so that that level took me <laughs> so many tries. So there's a little frustration doing the Dreamcast version, but I was so determined to beat this game and I, I don't own a PS2, so <laughs> there was no other way for me to play it. I don't know. I, I I like games where you have to uh, you gotta save babies. It's adorable. Every time you save a baby, they fly off and make these little adorable noises thanking you. And when you go back to the main village and greet them, they only get excited if you're their parent. Otherwise, they shake their head in disgust at you, and I just think that's funny. I love the humor in this game. There's so many times where I burst out laughing because of the wonky animations or some of the dialogue. There's just so much charm to this game, and you can tell that they really spent a lot of time coming up with these different levels. One of the strangest levels, though, is where you climb into a dinosaur's head, shoot his brain, fly out of his nose, and land into a scented candle in order to save a baby. Like, where did they come up with this? These levels are so funny, and honestly, this whole game is so memorable. Like, there's so many levels that I can just talk about from the top of my head. One of my favorite levels of this game is you're playing as Kitty Catswell and you have to defeat like a hundred ninjas <laughs> for some reason. And they all got guns and stuff. And that, that part is so hard! But man, like this game has a way of making me feel so accomplished when I finish one of these levels. Because, you know, you have to do it like a few times. And it's like so rough. But when you complete it, you feel so amazing. <laughs> I loved this game so much as a kid that I made my own paper doll of Tweak, and I wish I still had it, but uh, <laughs> some people made fun of me for making something like that, so I ended up throwing it away. Which, if, if you're a kid right now and you make something because you, you love a franchise or whatever, don't throw it away because people bully you. Like, that's not the- <laughs> that, don't do that, alright? I, I regret not having that, but, you know. I'm, I've been playing this game since I was eight, and I just barely finished it this year <laughs> as I was uh, uh, 25, and um, you know, that's a long time to be playing a game on and off. I'm so glad that I could finally finish it. So would I recommend this game? Um, if you have a lot of patience, <laughs> recommend this game. I really dig the art style. I love this game a lot. But it's one of those things where it's like a childhood thing for me. So if you're well-versed in many games, you probably won't like it. I don't even know if half of you guys in the comments even have a Dreamcast or would even want to get something like that. Or a, I guess a PS2, if someone has a PS2. Is the gameplay wonky? Yeah. Does the lack of direction make it pretty hard to play? Yeah. Do I still love this game? Yes. <laughs> of course. So this was my favorite childhood game. I want to know what your guys' favorite childhood game is, so let me know down in the comments below, and I'll see you next time.